Hello, Odafam. This is Angelo. Oh. <laughs> it's actually just Angelo. It's the Angelo show today. That's all. That's it. There's the rest of us are actually figments of your imagination this time. Yes. Indeed. We're, we're all Nobody fake exists, and not real. But me fun. and the listeners. Yep. Jay, Theo, and me, Nancy. The we are podcasts all your... are being recorded from home offices. And Odafest is still planning community content. Even if we can't be together physically, we hope you're staying indoors where it's safe. And maybe working on your creative projects in the meantime. I'm working on video games. Keep your eyes and ears peeled via our social media, where you can expect to hear about our upcoming events. Yay. Yay. Was Angelo cutting out for anybody? <laughs> he was yeah, cutting Angelo out for me too. Yeah, totally cutting out. Oh. What are you doing? Well, Yelling into your microphone? Yeah. It won't really matter because that's what the separate audio file should be for. Exactly. So I'm not too worried about well, that. Well, I'll be okay. This is the fun stuff about recording online. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Did Jay just Hello, cut everyone. out? Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. The okay. logistics. The logistics of uh, plotting to hang out via the uh, great series of tubes known as the internet. I was literally asleep before this, uh, or as this was starting. I'm his sleep paralysis demon. Oh, that's what you are. I've never had sleep paralysis. I'm okay with not experiencing that, though, from what I hear. Mm. I have experienced it a handful of times, and it is not a fun experience. It doesn't sound fun. I'm told that it's very terrifying. I've never never sounded interesting. Because you're like, cool, my brain is playing tricks on me, and I can see scary shit walking around my room, but I can't move. (laughs) Yay! Yeah. (laughs) Please wake me up. It's no wonder that people have that perception of being in a haunted room when that happens. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. Because your brain just can't figure out... Your brain's, like, half asleep, so it's, like, not... Mm -hmm. It's not working properly. It's kind of firing on half cylinders, so it's only kind Mm -hmm. of visually processing what you're looking at, but only kind of. So you're just seeing weird shit that doesn't make any sense because your brain isn't really trying to make sense of anything, and you're just like, cool, I'm conscious for this. I don't like it. I want this to stop, please. I've I've lived in mildly haunted houses before, and those, uh, those ghosts all let me sleep properly. The, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The worst what thing that ever woke me up was uh, when I would think of when I would have dreams of like velociraptors tearing me apart. What? You no, just... that's just a sex dream. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Scalies and four. Yeah. Oh, oh my! That ticks off so many categories. But you you so. skipped no, wait, over Nancy's question. Yeah, back up okay. here. What kind of haunted houses were you living in? Uh, so back the when I lived in Ontario. Haunted. There were three different houses in a row that I lived in that were well over 100 years old. So here's and, the thing. Uh, Why does it have to be old houses? Because more shit happens in old houses. No, 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 no. What you're under is, like, people die every day in the yeah. modern age in modern houses. Why don't we ever get modern guys, ghosts? Why don't they go around going asking for, like, what's your Wi-Fi password? Okay, or, like, if you have a Wi-Fi, buy me, house. sacrifice me avocados on my ghosty shrine or i will you know i'm sure jay i'm sure someone's experiencing a haunting exactly like that right now 
from some millennial who shot themselves over like or maybe ghosts have like loan debt. Maybe our maybe our ghosts nowadays have like anxiety. <laughs> so but yeah, it's just, they're too scared. They don't they're... interact. Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a time scale. When you have an older house, more shit has happened in it. Oh, true. Like you could have you could have houses in Europe that have uh, Nazi ghosts and Axis ghosts actively fighting allied ghosts from both world wars in your house damn. here's the thing why where are all these history in like your house. where are all the old old ghosts why are we only talking about ghosts from like 70 years ago why can't Dude, we ta- where are all the ghost from... houses so i'm talking about 100 year old houses all i'm saying is we never hear about ghosts from you know like 5000 bc or well, we never hear, and we the same ghosts... way we don't hear about ghosts from five years ago, you know. I mean, where they Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're Amy Winehouse ghosts. Wait, wait, Okay, so we live in a house, and we have like it's a rental house, and it's not that like it's a house from the fifties, so it is like older, but it's not like super old or anything. But we have like we have like what I am calling the demon door, right? In, in our oh, upstairs the door to the demon zone. Yeah, there's like a, a like a weird. Like door in our <laughs> in our upstairs Jesus. closet that like where does it go I don't know but I don't want to open it and find out so we just leave it there and I'm like well could there be ghosts I mean maybe but you know there was the one of the previous tenants passed away so maybe their ghost is just living in the demon zone and they're just chilling out in there and we just haven't let them out. It's possible. Or, you know, I just think don't that interrupt it, right? There has been... If it's just in there chilling out, you don't want to open the door and be like, dude, hey, I was in the middle of something. Leave me alone. Yeah, they might just be maxing and relaxing in the in the in the little cubby there, and I don't want to be rude. All I'm saying also, is you never want to let terrifying things out. We have like yeah. seven billion people, seven and a half billion people living on the world right now, but like so many more times that billion in deaths like all time listen we if ghosts why don't we have way more ghosts because all i'm saying they're bored of ghosting and doing spooky shit maybe they just want to live in the spirit realm and chill out they don't want to torment people they're just bored maybe those ghosts have just had enough time to deal with their business okay that's fair (laughs) that's fair i can respect it that's yeah i respect their choices I mean, so, so like a two hundred year old ghost is just watching humanity go to shit and doesn't want. Yeah, to like there's for like it. a lot of cool things. I'm sure that like you know if you grew up in a time where like rocks were the were the best technology, but now we're like you know like you got a lot of cool stuff. But at some point they're like, boy, like the world's fucked up. And I don't want to be around for this. Or maybe they'll just migrate. Maybe you don't have to stay on Earth. Yeah. Like, maybe you yeah. can go anywhere you want. So they only yeah. chill out on Earth just for, like, like 10 seconds. And they're like, man, this place sucks. I can go anywhere else. On the moon. Yeah. True. Could be. I would go to Could the be. moon. I would haunt the moon. That would be sick. There's probably, like, a sick ghost dance club yeah, up there. Yeah, but then there's that meme where the, there's, like, what is it? Like, you, there's an astronaut that comes back. Uh, from like Mars or something, and gets a shotgun, and it's like there's ghosts on Mars. Isn't there? Isn't there a meme for that? Yeah, yeah. There are ghosts on Mars. They're all chilling out, dude. There's somebody on 
freaking Venus, and they're just partying it up, and they're having a, the time of their the endless, eternal life, and good for them. Do you think? Do you think ghosts have to respect the light speed travel rule? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, even if they didn't, even being able to travel at light speed would be pretty good. Like, yeah. what's eternity? Like, what's what's you know, it's eleven. What is it? Eleven minutes from the sun to here, for example, traveling uh, at light speed. Eight minutes, I think. Eight minutes. Eight. Yeah. Minutes. What's okay, eight so minutes when you're going to be around for hundreds of thousands forever. of years? Yeah, yeah. For like, if, if eternity is it is a thing as an existence. No, but like you don't understand. Uh, in terms of a scope, when you live at a huge time scope, something like 11 minutes or 11 years or whatever is tiny. It means nothing. It literally, you don't even feel it. It's like blinking. That's that's how time scaling works. You know, okay, this, is how, a silly question. this is how we explained. We had a friend and we tricked her or like we convinced her that vampires were real by all behaving like vampires were real. And like explanations like this were like yeah vampires have been around for they, they, they don't really care to interact with people because like they have all eternity this is exactly how we convinced her that she was real right anyway uh, uh dio <laughs> i was gonna say you haven't been on the show for a while i haven't for a few episodes nancy what have you been up to you. oh yeah nancy did have i did have a question oh. it's more of a silly question if you guys came back as ghosts, what would be the thing that you did to haunt your friends so that they would know it was you? I'd unplug oh. their cell phones while they're charging. Oh my eat. god. That's cool. <laughs> I would eat oh. their food. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a bite of everything they ate. I'd uh I'd untuck the one corner on the on the fitted sheet. I'd also pet wow. the dog. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'd pet the, I... their animals would get pet a lot. Like a lot of ghosts. Pet pets. their dog and unplug their cell phones. I would be an absolute demon. Yep, you sure would. The best type of ghost to be is a poltergeist. Easy peasy. I don't want no ban I don't want no banshee business. I don't want no simple haunting. I want some like rip roaring bullshit uh practical joke making jackass from death from i don't know I, re- I really appreciate the kind of hauntings that just like fuck around with your stuff in ways that make you doubt your own sanity yeah like you want to do that trick where you move someone's furniture in their living room like two inches to the left and then they all kind of like start bumping into all the furniture because they have a like a muscle memory of where it is all the time but when they walk into the room they're gonna be like everything feels weird and they don't really notice it. That's the kind of shit. Petty, small, practical jokes that make them slowly lose their minds. Yeah. Or yeah, go with that. you can play that really long-term game where uh, you just like start, if you can write, like wake up in like weird places all the time. Because there's like that really mean practical joke where you're trying to convince someone's in a coma. And you're like writing messages where like, my God, I don't That's know if evil. you can. Yeah, the the message like basically That's contains things. Evil. No, no, let me let me let me write. Let me let me tell you. So, what the what the prank consists of is like, at first it's basically, I don't know if you can put things on like their computer desktop or like little sticky notes or maybe like 
places that you know just like small surfaces that you would find weird like maybe on like uh, your laundry machine or something like that you would just write like things like wake up or like start putting together things like like maybe w and then ke and then p like you know what i mean like started like phasing thing a message in and then like you know they'll see it and like oh that's weird and then over time um you know it, the, the message gets longer and more articulate and it's like it'll and eventually the message ends up saying like you've been in a coma for eight years the doctors have let us try to reach out to you but we don't know how you're going to see this message but we just want you to try, realize that you're in a coma and we need you to try and wake up and it's just like you just start putting like that message like in more and more places and like you have maybe friends that aren't mutual friends so they don't know them and you talk and you ask them to like bump into them on the street and be like oh i'm sorry and then at one and then like as they're leaving they like stare each other in the eye and your friend tells them to wake up as well and then they continue on their way kind of thing very like truman show very like simulator freaky i feel like jay's thought about this a little too much no it's an actual prank <laughs> I, I mean I, I could get behind that because like i mean we went really ham with the vampire thing like we really did yeah like we, we are awful people we had really sat down and, and thought this out to a point that we got like we got so many people like at one Should point we, we be had... asking bayfar if he thinks he's in a coma have you been torturing him <laughs> bayfar I has always been not in a coma. indeed like we had like thirty five oh, people in on this vampire thing, and like we had like very specific like what parts of the vampire lore are real and what parts are just like made up rumors and like. <laughs> That's sort of one of my favorite things about like I'm not I I'm into like horror, but I'm not into horror as in like oh like I like watching movies with jump scares and crap like that. Like it's it's not that I I I just don't I'm not entertained by it, but I'm not really scared by it either. But I do like lore about kind of cryptozoology like yeah it's interesting stuff to read right yeah because you have things like for example in almost every culture uh across the world you have like the idea of like some kind of fairy you have like a lot of types of uh uh lycanthropes you know people that change into animals you have uh vampires are fairly popular in one way or another which is interesting because even though we have at some point a shared history but as we branch out further and further, there's even more. And maybe what it really means is that we just have a limited type of imagination. <laughs> and we don't maybe. go that far. But it is kind of cool that we have so many variations on the very same basic core idea. I kind of find it interesting mm -hmm. how there's giant apes on almost every continent that we've never seen. Yeah, there's like Yeti, Sasquatch, that kind of thing. Yeti, uh, Sasquatch, Skunk Ape. Yeah, Skunk bunch Ape. Bunch of stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. Oh, Yowie in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Wendigo, I think, as well, sort of. Uh, Wendigo is not really an ape creature. No. I think no, it's just like I a thought it was like cannibal. a big. Oh. Just a human cannibal. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like it depends I'm on. I'm taking uh... back your cryptos. I'm taking back your crypto card. You don't belong here. <laughs> Yeah, go back, go back to just a, go school and try again. Yeah, you're just a cannibal. Get out of here. <laughs> they're either yeah. like a uh, emaciated I mean, human-like creature, or yeah. they're like some rotting deer corpse skinwalker type thing. Yeah. It's a bunch of different stuff. Right? Yeah. I was like... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so Dio. Before we deviated, <laughs> Dio. a really long ways away, yeah. sorry. 
on Dio, how's streaming going? Super good. So I've been doing yeah. that. Which been um, doing? I, I guess I haven't talked about it because I wasn't on the show recently, but uh, due to the whole thing that's happening outside, um, I was part of a temporary layoff, as many people are. So I don't don't have a a full-time job, but, you know, kind of the nice thing about that is it means that I can return to what was effectively my part-time job, which was streaming. So I have been streaming a ton. Yeah, I get to focus on me and focus on my hobbies and focus on my interests and things that I want to do. And streaming has been a big part of that. That's something that I really enjoy and get, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of joy out of doing. So I've been streaming a lot. I've been streaming probably almost every day or every other day um, Mm -hmm. for the past little bit, and it's been super awesome. And I kind of hit the jackpot in terms of timing because three different games that I really wanted to play – all came out more or less like at the same time, which was really exciting. Right. So it's been keeping me busy is what I'll yeah. say. You have lots of content. Uh, I know a lot of folks, excuse me, a lot of folks in general have been picking up streaming um, just because obviously it's like content creation time. Uh, a lot of folks either are in your same sort of uh, situation professionally or um, even if they were like digital content creators, you know, obviously they just kind of lost uh, one platform and they're trying to move on to another that's trying to get more content out to people. So it's pretty crazy Yeah, exactly. It's like a a big uh, stream rush right now, I feel like. Uh, You've been playing Alex, obviously, with Angelo. Yes. Who's further? Who's further ahead? Dio's way further. I'm than definitely I am. further ahead. Oh. Um, as of yesterday's stream, I think I'm within like two to three hours of the end of the game. Right. Wow. Because it dropped I... a pretty big plot bomb bomb on me, and I'm like, okay, knowing the Half Life right. lore and the Half Life universe, this is pretty close to the end. Hmm. I actually haven't been able to play in a couple weeks just because work's been having me in almost every day. Crazy. In the like last two weeks, I've had three days off i think oof but he has a bunch of time off now so i'll be done alex so he'll get to play alex yeah yeah i mean that's the other thing it's not like you can really share uh the game that much yeah it's it's the unfortunate nature of vr is it's a one person at a time kind of thing Yeah. yeah yeah I mean, for this game. Yeah, that's true. I guess, but for other games, we'd have to get another VR set, because right now we only have one in the house. Well, in the case of Beat Saber, you can uh, install, like, a party mod so that you can pass it off and see who gets the best right. guy's scores, but... Hey. It's not the same. Yeah. No. It's not. So, they haven't really do been. either of you... Do either of you ever experience kind of that sad feeling when you're finished a game that was really good? Oh, yeah. I, I get that like a lot. Just, I that got feeling that. when you play a first game and it finally ends and you realize that you'll never play this game for the first time again. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That, that, uh, that was me with Death Stranding, for sure. I was like, I'm never going to experience the way that this story felt and how emotional and impactful it felt. Like, I, I, I get time. that idea. Like, the, the sort of initial playthrough feeling but yeah i'm also really happy to just complete something so it's kind of like yeah i don't i don't get that it's i don't get as much of a feeling exactly it's not yeah, like, as much as sadness it's a bittersweetness it's a bittersweetness so also do, like do you think do you think you're gonna feel that way when you finish alex i, I definitely am um because like 
the Half-Life series in particular and like Valve games in general are pretty special to me. Um, Valve games were kind of my entry into PC gaming just in general. So I, I mm-hmm. grew up playing Counter-Strike Source and that's what got me into the uh, into the orange box. So I started playing the Half-Life games. I remember games. that the night that we uh, built her PC, she wasn't even home before she was playing TF2. Yeah, I played TF2 nice. before I even got the thing home. So like I, I was super into Valve games. That's how me and Angelo got to know each other was through um, Left 4 Dead 2. We used to play Left 4 Dead 2 for hours and hours at a time. And yeah. I got really into TF2. <laughs> like nightly. Like nightly, yeah. We would play every yeah, night. Yeah, we played nightly. It was like Bayfire. Uh, Bayfire, Jade, Dio, and me. Yeah. Yeah, Vuz was there and someone else. I can't remember. There were there were a few. Like, Lane, Cody. Lane. And Cody, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of different friends. We would play every night. And then I got really into TF2, and that's what got me into uh, competitive games, which is what ended up getting me into Overwatch. So, like, the Half-Life series is, like, very <laughs> special because, like, number one, it got me into, like, other games that, like, ended up being really impactful in my life. But it was also my entry because, like, I started with Counter-Strike Source, but Counter-Strike was originally a Half-Life mod. So, you know, it, it all just comes back to the Half-Life series. And, like, that series has gone on and existed for so long. And people, like, we were all so patient. We were like, we're never going to get Half-Life 3. It's not happening. So we're never going to see another entry in the, in the Half-Life series. Like, it's just done, which sucks. Can I, so to can have, I ask you, like a, like, a, like, a question about Alex specifically? Sure. If the game was not developed in VR, so therefore requiring more development and more cost, if it was just a two regular 2D uh, uh, FPS, or not 2D, but you know what I mean, like a just regular FPS. A regular first-person shooter. Mouse and keyboard, yeah. It's about, like, what, 15 hours, right? 15, 20 hours, maybe? Yeah, more or less. Do and that's you think... pretty typical for most of the Half-Life games. Yeah, but it's a. I think it's like a sixty dollars game, right? Like it's a triple A price, sixty, yeah. seventy bucks, something like that. Yeah. Do you $60 think sixty dollars Canadian? To be fair. Okay. Do As you opposed think it, to eighty, yeah. Do you think it's more like? Do you think it's worth at that? So like, like if, if it was just mouse and keyboard, not VR. Developed? I think if it was mouse and keyboard, the price would have gone down dramatically. I think because yeah. it's it's already priced pretty cheap, considering the, overall, the constraints overall. of VR. Um, yeah. I think they would have charged less for it, um, but I still think it's worth playing. Like it is a really fun experience, and I think mm-hmm. I think the VR just elevates what's already like a really good experience. Like it has really good callbacks to like the traditional gameplay mm-hmm. that you're used to with Half Life and mm-hmm. Half Life Two. But yeah, it's the whole the, universe of the it, game. It's the same universe. You you get yeah. to see familiar faces, familiar concepts, familiar lore bits. But then it also takes those lore bits and elevates them, where you get to see mm-hmm. new. There's new enemies, for example, which is really cool. Like you get to see all like different kinds of creatures, which mm-hmm. is really interesting and really does expand the lore of the universe um, mm-hmm. in a way. And you get to see new areas as well, which is which is cool. So. I do think it, it is a really it is a good worthwhile entry um, into into the series, and there have been hints that supposedly this will lead to there being more entries in the Half Life universe, and I really, 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 really hope that's the case. So more entries, but not Half Life Three. Well, we don't know. They they haven't that's said. That's sort of yeah. That that's sort of the bull like the bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. From a marketing perspective. 
you know, do we see a Half-Life 3 in, uh, let's say, five years? Maybe. Maybe, but, but maybe not. God, it's so... It's just like pulling teeth. It's like pulling teeth. Yeah, getting it's just in, garbage. Which sucks. That, like, that is like... Which I'm is... happy we have Alex, but I'm like... Yeah. Does the cost mean that we really will never see Half-Life 3 so, or an Episode 3 or anything in my lifetime? I don't this, know. This, this, this sort of wants uh th- this makes me want to go to the the next game i want to talk about which is final fantasy 7 remake yes mm. which i've also been so, playing and streaming yes so i have publicly stated my uh lack of enthusiasm i guess overall for the remake uh at one point i was like maybe it's vaporware because it's taking so long to develop <laughs> right well, i mean uh, they they kind of announced it for the ps3 Almost to the point where people thought it was going to be a PS3 launch title. Right? They didn't, though. They didn't. They absolutely did. It was never an did. official announcement. It was never an official no. announcement, was, but they showed like no. a pre-rendered... They showed it was a tech demo. No, it was a technical Wait, demo. Yeah, they showed a tech demo. It was a technical demo. from that. Which is wrong of course, with them. But they never because, said anything like, we're remaking Yeah, it. they never said anything. They have done... They did, they've, they've done a tech demo for every single Sony platform. So, Every single one, right? I just don't. I, I like. I uh, I've I haven't really watched gameplay of uh, Seven Remake yet. Like I've watched maybe like ten minutes, but I wouldn't really call that you know like in depth. I'm probably not gonna watch any gameplay of it. I'm probably gonna wait because so right now there's an exclusivity clause for it of one year, but obviously this game's gonna be released in like chapters anyways. Yeah. So if I ever do yep. play it, I'm just gonna like I'm I'm just gonna wait for all the parts to come out. I don't care if I have to wait five years. Like what's it does it doesn't matter. You know, I'd rather just play yeah, it. I just, I'd rather have the game available to me. That's you fair. Know? Yeah, and I've never really been I don't know, so edgy that I have to be able to play this at launch or around launch or right. I yeah. never really felt the need to be like in that first among the crowd type feel. Right. I'm okay in with that. In Dio's case and it's like her raison d'etre. Yeah, Final it's, Fantasy it's, is like a, a life-defining game for her. It, it really is. That is totally fine. And so, like, I, I was really excited to play it because, like, mm-hmm. I, I think we talked about this in previous podcasts because it's like at the at the end of the day, whether I love the remake or I have mediocre feelings about the remake or I hate the remake, the, the original, original game that yeah. I fell in love with will always be there for me to yeah, play. That's always the mentality you should have for remakes and, and sequels and, and everything anything. like that. The original yeah. thing that I fell in love with will always be there. So I went yeah. into the Agreed. remake with like a, I'm going to get a chance to see my husband in high definition, which they delivered on. Oh my God. He looks so beautiful. And every time he smiles, I want to start crying. Like he just, Oh, it looks so beautiful. I, I have just, to say that like can't. style style choices of you know the the nineties being re like remade into high def uh, like like modern graphics. I I'm not saying it. He de- like for instance like Cloud doesn't look good, but there's a certain relic feel to it. <laughs> Yeah, like, and I like, like that. Nobody, like for me, yeah, no, 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 but I'm saying like nobody now would have like cloud hair. Nobody now would okay, have true. like the the clothing designs that they like that they are being re realized in. You know I what guess I mean? That's like, true. it looks I know exactly what you mean. Right? It, it's with like a saying if, example. It, it's like if uh, all of us just decided, like you know, if, if nothing bad was happening outdoors, 
let's go have like a 70s disco theme party you know what I mean? Like, like it's that yeah. idea where like one, like a- Angela is gonna get an Afro wig, and then we're gonna get like those like rainbow suspenders and like into like yeah. a big Afro pair like uh, of like bell, Jeez. like some bell bottoms, and then like platforms, and then we're gonna go dance. Like, so it'd be like seeing that kind of. St- you're seeing like a high def snapshot. I young lad. I just it, used my regular hair for the Afro. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's like I'm getting a 90s nostalgia HD bomb. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I am living I think, for I this. think that's what's hilarious about it, right? It is a 90s nostalgia bomb. And I'm like, this is, yeah. this is what I wanted and more. Like, I, mm-hmm. I will say with full bias, given that I already am in love with the series... I love this remake. It looks beautiful. The music remixes are outstanding. The way that they've expanded the physical areas for you to explore are really fun and honestly do add a lot of depth to the character's place in the world, which is really exciting for me. And they've added some new lore shit that I'm like, eh, I guess it's fine. Like I don't have I don't have any particular Strong, like they've given one of the side characters some additional backstory. I don't think it really matters. Have you come across any immersion breaking uh, enemies so far? Like house on legs or like that wiggling frog? Dude, I am so. They are. They put Hell House in the game, and I'm so excited. That thing looks fucking dope. I can't wait. No, oh, really? I love it. They took all of the stupid. I was like, how are they gonna make? Because there are some. There were some enemy designs in the original game that look really stupid as what fuck. What the hell? You can still buy the limited edition? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, really? But What? But, like, there were the some... The unlimited edition. But there were some... There were some enemies. Actually, it's probably a matter of people can't first physically class. go to stores to get it. Yeah. No, but really it doesn't matter maybe. because, like, for example, like, Cyberpunk, uh, their uh, limited edition is... It's been gone for months. I don't know. Maybe four or five months. Like I'm, sur- I'm just super surprised about that. Uh, I don't sorry, know. I just want. I'm looking it up right now because I want to find the price. I don't know what the price is for. I that don't either. know either. But um, there are some enemies in the original game that look like if you look at them in a vacuum, you're like, how and why and who thought that was a good idea to put in this video game? Like the Hell House, which is literally it's a house on legs. <laughs> That attacks people. And you're like, there uh-huh. is no way you can make an HD version of, like, stupid shit like that and have it work. And it not only is it not only is it not immersion-breaking and, like, really cool to see these stupid enemies, but, like, the gameplay is just so fun that, like, fighting against Hellhouse literally feels like you're fighting against a house that Satan unleashed upon you. Like, you're literally just like, oh my god, this house is gonna fucking kill me. I'm stressed out. Oh my god. This is, like, the most intense battle I ever fought. And it's a house! How did they manage to make this this enemy? This stupid enemy is actually a thing I mean, that you'd I love care to, like, about! S- you'd love to be a fly on the wall for, like, that design, that game design like, yeah. composition. They're gonna have the, like, alright, so we're gonna get on to enemies. We've got some really basic ones. They're out of the way. Like, they're looking good. Let's move but on. You know What's what the next really one on the agenda it. here? Uh, yeah. Yoshi, how's it going on that house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The hell house. Like, like, I don't know. I haven't found anything. Nothing for me has been particularly immersion breaking. Like, I just... I I, fi- I figured with this game, they were either going to hit every single point perfectly or they were going to miss at least most of them and it was going to fall flat on its ass. And they've managed to hit 
everything somehow. There's two battle Has systems. Has there been anything disappointing? No. Well, I mean, at all. You just started. Uh, yeah, I'm 10 hours into the game. Um, that's that's still a goodly ways into a I, game. I was, I was, I think the biggest shock for me was I figured I would not enjoy the changes to the battle system, and I actually really like them. I was just about to ask you because there's, is there two battle systems? Like you can Correct. play one way or the other. Yes. Like you so can the play game, the old way. So the game gives you the option where if you want to play the old traditional way, which is where it's like a static, um, yep. turn-based type of thing, you can do that. I chose not to do that because I figured if I'm going to this, give this game like a fair impression on myself, I'm going to play the new system that they designed and the way that they intended for me to, to play it and just see how it feels. And I was thinking, how are you going to blend turn-based gameplay and action-based gameplay, which is something that Final Fantasy XV tried to do. And it didn't fail at it, but it didn't feel as seamless as I feel like it could have been. Like it still felt kind of clunky in some places and felt closer to a button mashing simulator where Mm -hmm. you could sometimes turn on like the turn-based stuff rather than like a strategy game where you're inputting the action directly, but there's still strategy behind this. This feels like a really good marriage between the two different styles of gameplay. Is it Kingdom Hearts-esque? You know, kind uh, of, but not really. So it's Kingdom Hearts in the sense that, like, no, I wouldn't even describe it as King. Like, it's Kingdom Hearts visually only. Yeah. Everything that I Mm. that I've seen, like I said, I have not seen a lot. Um, The the sort of like active battle system seems okay, but there like the main issue that I've seen is sort of camera related. Like lock ons are not great. Like they're when I say so, they're not great, I mean they're not they're just not perfect. Okay. Like they they so, have some issues moving between targets or I had a, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this. Cause I did have a little bit I did notice that at first, and until I really got the hang of it, I was like, Oh, okay, I understand how this is supposed to work. And then the camera like controlling the camera made a lot more sense. So the way that the game works is essentially think of like your traditional action game where certain buttons do certain things. So you have that and you need to like, you know, walk up to enemies and actually hit buttons at the right time to do things. You need to block, you need to dodge properly. Um, But then you also have the option where when you open the menu, the game kind of slows down for a second and you can issue commands to the character you're currently playing. So you can use uh, like abilities, you can cast spells, you can use items, um, or you can issue commands to your party members. But all of your commands, aside from like your attacks, um, your mode switching. So every single character has like two different modes that um, are Mm -hmm, swapped mm -hmm. based on the triangle key. Um, so besides mode switching, basic attacks, blocking and dodging, you need to have, um, ATB bar, an ATB bar, like one full ATB bar to do things like cast spells, use items, um, mm-hmm. use special abilities, et cetera, et cetera. And the only way that you fill up that ATB gauge is by doing basic attacks, blocking, dodging, etc. like doing the button input stuff. Um, right. So it's really cool. It's almost it's almost fighting game esque in a way where you need yeah. to yeah yeah like you have 
kick, punch, heavy kick, blah, blah, blah. You go in, you attack, you fill in your super meter, and then you can do super... You can do all of your other crazy shit. So it's really cool because it's like really, like it really does force you to pay attention and not just be button mashing because if you button mash you're gonna get yourself in trouble really quickly because you will take damage or you won't dodge an ability that you're supposed to dodge which will be positioned in the wrong way um but as well um you have the idea that some characters in your party are short range and some characters are long range and with long range characters what you can do is you can use the target locking and command them to attack a specific target and as long as you're mm-hmm. locked onto a target you can just flick the the little not the d-pad the little thumb thing on the right side you can just flick the thumb thing and it will just cycle through targets for you so you don't have to position the camera at all which right. i really like because it made it a lot easier to keep track of what you were attacking or what you were commanding people to attack but it became really tactical because you had to think about i have every character has a mass max of two atb charges and you have to think about not only how you're going to expend those charges so am i going to use like magic am i going to use an item am i going to use a special ability but you also have to think about when because you can get stunned like if an if a character has a stun or like an opponent has a stun like a like an enemy has a stun it can stun you and it will still consume your 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 atb so you have to think about not only what are you going to use, but when are you going to use it? And I, I really like that because it really does, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a really yeah. good... It, this is, like, if you're going to try and marry action-based gameplay with standard RPG turn-based gameplay, this is the closest I think you can get to marrying the two of them. When you were talking about the controls, uh, like, you were just literally talking about the PS4 control, uh, that just reminded me of the uh, release of the PS5 and on the new controller. PSV controller. Yeah, I, I posted it into uh, the Discord. It looks... I think it looks really cool. I don't... Kn- I think it looks fine. The thing that people don't like about it is that it's not a PS4 or PS3 or PS2 controller. It's, a, it's very clearly the a DualShock PS5 controller. DualShock has looked the same. In for so long, twenty years. Yeah. Well, like, but that's sort of the thing. That's sort of the thing. They're, they're like, why are you messing with differences. it? Why are you messing with it? It's sort of the thing that yeah. one one of the things that Sony and PlayStation are expressly known for. I, this, by the way, I'm not saying that I like hate it or or love it. I just the the devil's advocate argument would be that why are you messing with a sort of like you're not Nintendo, for example, <laughs> you know. You're not uh, uh, even Xbox, even though they're sort of tightening up their their controller uh, theme, shall we say? Uh, <laughs> PlayStation has had a grip on what their controller should look like for a long for for the last twenty years. You're right, which is why people are like afraid of change, I guess. But it has to be a good controller too. You have to assume. I I mean, don't... it just isn't even that different. Like, it's not even that different. It's not that different. No, the the no. main like difference. If you show anyone this controller, is, people are like that's a PlayStation controller. The main difference is that if you hollowed up, hollowed out the top bit a little bit more, it would look that much closer. It literally, that's, yeah. That's yeah. The if, main you, thing. if you hollow out the top, it's the same fucking controller. Yeah. 
I mean, some of the contours are a little bit different. Like, it looks like they added a very slight tilt to the D-pad and, like, the four buttons on the, on the, the right thumb. I, um, they made a bit of the controller, like, a little bit, uh, like, a little taller. Yeah. And, you know, the wings are a little bit I can't judge. Do you think right. PlayStation so will judge. ever swap the analog stick in the D-pad? No. They won't. Fuck you. They really won't. No. Uh, no, fuck you. No. First of all, Nancy, anyway. your opinion is incredibly wrong. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's objectively no. a bad opinion. I'm telling you. No. Yeah, I'm telling you this right now. No. Uh, second of all, no. I. Why would they do that? No, I'm saying the that. The asymmetry is just. The asymmetry no. is a better playing position. Like, you no, don't, it's not. It, is. it absolutely is. It's why, uh, it's why literally three out of the four major manufacturers use that yeah. configuration. Okay. So and it's not because, the... it's not a preference, it's because it's actually a superior gaming position for your hands. I don't think it's true. The face you don't buttons have to like think the, it's true. The X square circle triangle are there because that's where it's most comfortable to use them since they are the buttons you're usually using. Yes. The problem with putting the analog, analog stick, stick down at the bottom yeah. When the DualShock was first designed, very few games supported the analog. Yeah, uh, they didn't need, back in the they PS1, didn't need uh, eight directional. Just, a lot of times it didn't work. You had to use the D-pad. Mm -hmm. And now modern games, almost none of them use the D-pad. Or if they do, they're for a very minor role. They're for like inventory management. Uh, and so while you selects. argue that moving the analog stick would make the controller look asymmetrical... The way it's used right now is asymmetrical. Yep. That's why the That's game. That's a fair argument. The Xbox. That is a fair argument, and I will concede to that. There's a reason why the buttons but on the right are used so fighting well. Fighting games, but directionality. The PlayStation controllers are perfect for them. If you have exactly. to use a controller. Uh, yeah. I mean, you might as well just use a fight stick. What's the point? Yeah, but some I mean, people don't want to. Not everyone's going to go out and buy fight a fight stick. And you already have games. a controller. Yeah, but if you're like exactly. seriously into fighting games, uh, like very few people really stick to the controller configuration. And then nobody uses a keyboard configuration. Some people do. To be fair, having the analog stick down like that doesn't bother me personally. But I can understand Angelo's reasoning as to why that's more popular configuration now. It's ergonomically better to move it. Eh. It's... The question is, and I haven't looked too far into the specs, I don't know what they're planning again for that middle panel. Well, it's it's probably going to be another touch panel. Yeah. But I just, I, to my knowledge, the touch I panel like was it. not very well received. <laughs> I don't, and I and, just don't know how you're going to improve on it. Especially, like, especially because the controller looks bigger, okay. which means I think it's even going to be harder to reach. And to be fair, I actually One still thing that prefer was where cool select and start used to be. Excuse me. Whoa. Whoa. I actually do miss where select and start used to be. But what I would you like use it for I don't like how it's now? just along the top. Oh, is it on the top? You still use them for menus. Where Where is it? Well, they're 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 moved up more now. They oh, used they to are. sit close to oh, the middle where that touch panel. No. Oh, now. sorry. I was I just meant the 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 new controller. I'm like I don't see any select or start on that. Well, that's what they were called in the old, yeah, um, the DualShock Two. Yeah. No, no, I, no. I mean, I mean, I know the old controllers had them. I'm saying, I'm talking about the new controller. I don't think has them. It does. Well, there's two buttons there. Yeah, that looks like. Is there? Can you not see them? Yeah, the two little, little, the little narrow, like little 
bean-shaped things. Yeah. Oh, I was looking in the wrong place. Yeah, those two. Okay. I don't like the placement of the one by the the face buttons, the X triangle, circle, triangle. I mean, that's in the same placement as where it is before. But I'm yes. wondering if but it I looks s- like the, 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 the PlayStation start button. I do see Nancy's point. I don't see it. Where is it? Where'd it go? Why not? It's just, between the analog sticks. Is it still yeah. there? Okay. Oh, no. But why yeah, not? The, the PlayStation button should still be there. Why not just have your stick click be select or start? Because then you'd mm-hmm. be hitting select or start when you have an intense movement. But yeah. that wouldn't really change. Mm, but here's the the argument. Then is like, oh no no, for the PS5, uh, the PS5 controller. Like, why would that matter? Because you're sh- like, if you're if you're like, you don't really need a select button anymore. I think you only really need a. Start. You really don't. You, you still. I mean, Final I Fantasy you, VII could just be your it. Lots of lots of games uh, that I've been playing. But they on use PS4 it because it's it. there. That's true. That's a, so... like that's the difference. If it's not there. Then you don't have to program for that, or you do, that's not a that's not a feature that you have to add. But then, how do you port but games that be... did have it onto the new platform? Right. You so would, again, be... it was your stick click is still select and start. Yeah, but those are actual controls, though, in the yeah. game. Like lots of games use every single button, including the not, analog. But not in old games. Like Final Fantasy VII doesn't have a stick click. Right, it, but Final Fantasy VII remake, remake is a new does. game. So right. like let's say right. let's say then, you know however long it's gonna take Final Fantasy VII remake to complete, what happens if they're later like you want to port the whole game to the new console? If that button right. is gone, how do you? The button is gone, and it doesn't matter because again you program for what you have, not what you don't have. I that's my point is that you then have to reprogram the game for a new console. I mean they remade the whole yeah, game. That would it doesn't be matter. A... Right. Well, then you're not. Progr- you're just not going to get the game ported over. That's what I over. call progression. Right, but the, I guess it's just kind <laughs> of like there, it's going to take so much extra effort than if you just have the same buttons between generations. Right, and it's not anything different from what other controllers have. Like other, like let's say the Xbox controller has the same number of things. Sure. And I'm pretty sure that controller also has stick clicks. Oh, don't get me wrong. I like and, every controller and still has two bumpers has, like, and two triggers. For everything that you want to ever talk about when it comes to let's say uh, uh, backwards compatibility, and then like you know if consoles lack backwards compatibility, people have bitched about it. But it's always funny because the controllers have sort of always uh, been backwards compatible. Not yeah, that's physically what I mean. not physically mm-hmm. connecting speaking, but if you were like. If you could make a PS5 controller play on a PS2, it has the exact same functionality that, uh, like as a PS2 DualShock would have had. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Now I think about it, couldn't you use the PS2 DualShock on the PS1? You could. Yes, I did. Uh, yes. And I, I know so, for a yeah. fact that you could use the PS1 controllers on the PS2. You could. Controllers yes. have, have, been, have been like the relic. In a, in a manner of speaking, yeah, you know they've what I mean? like, always been, and like that's why, like I like I have a PS4 controller in front of me, and one thing I like is that like it's different from the 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 DualShock in that it adds an extra button, but right. there's no reason that I couldn't like uh, assuming I could plug in my PS4 controller into a PS1, right? If the if the firmware actually was interfaceable working i would reasonably uh-huh. be able to play any ps1 game with this controller yeah 
You know and what? Now that I think about it, assumption. it would just be a matter of making a little wireless module that plugs into the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that would be a really cool side project. Yeah, it would, yeah. be. Uh, that would be neat. One thing we're getting at very close to the end here. Uh, I want to just tap on it because I think it's been a good little uh, release. Um, Valorant. Boom! Uh, yes. The beta came out. It's the Ooh, closed beta yes. for anyone who doesn't know what Valorant. I is. have watched 25 hours of streams so far. It's Counter Strike with. This is how I feel about it. It's Counter Strike's gun game with a a Fortnite sort of like. Uh, skin over top and sort of like siege-esque pared down siege-esque uh, uh, skills yep i would i that's a fair description that's like the only way to get in like is to watch hours and hours of streams that's not i'm true. over 25 really? hours of streams that's right not, now that's not true oh how do you get in right now you buy a you buy a key off ebay yes you could absolutely do that <laughs> and no, then you, get you banned? cannot you'll get banned <laughs> i know that you need to have that sense of accomplishment. Listen, I'm a one percenter. I watched my 18 hours of Yasuo, and I've been playing since the yeah, beta started. Somebody, somebody can watch like one hour and get a drop. It's it's fairly random, but they've been opening it up right now because, from what I understand, it's a they were trying to do they were trying to do a server test. Yes, I think, was so it started thing. out fairly limited um, because they were doing yeah. server tests and they wanted to see like how adding a bunch of people was going to handle capacity. You know, could the 128 tick rate servers handle it? Would it throttle connections? Which is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, it, is, it feels so good. But uh, they've also said that as they've because like there, of course, there are people who are trying to farm keys for the purpose of selling yes. them by having multiple accounts. But they're IP locked, I think. But they're they are IP locked. Or no, they are not IP locked. Um, but what they are doing is for accounts that they're seeing being transferred or being stocked on multiple IPs. So for example, you have like a you have like six accounts on one IP, where it's like obviously like right. you don't have eight people in one household all farming for a Valorant key. Like that's just probably one person. If they if they're seeing that, they are <laughs> the they're banning people and they're using. I was gonna that say to there goes the dream drops. of your gamer house, hey. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, your, right? gamer, your gamer house can, is not allowed to exist. Yeah, gamer house, everybody gets one beta key for the whole house. Right. <laughs> but yeah. um, but uh, they are freeing up like people who are, are sharing, or like not sharing, but selling accounts. They are banning those accounts and using it to free up more drops. So they're trying to get more and more people into the beta so they can keep testing capacity and stuff. Yeah, from what I understand, uh, I think there's eight heroes right now, maybe maybe more, I think, or no, that's like nine. Uh, I think they're trying to get up to 11 before the closed beta is actually finished. That's what I've heard. Yeah, that's and what I've heard as well. And they're actually going to try and add uh, either a couple new weapons or something like they're they're very much testing things right yeah. now still but. so there's 10 agents there's the thought that they want to get up to at least 11 or 12 they want to add a couple more guns and they have also hinted that they potentially want to add another map so yeah. that would round out the total of maps to four um before the, the closed beta um yeah. is launched so yeah. there were wanna, like oh, i think there were seven or eight champions that they had shown before the beta started and mm -hmm. then there are a couple that are like they haven't been announced on the um like on their social media or anything but they are in the game for you to play and, and test i uh so i did watch streams because i did get a key and like i would like i will say that as someone who doesn't really play fps's uh, i haven't played fps seriously for at least two years uh because before that that was overwatch and before that that was counter-strike and i had many years of counter-strike before that 
Um, this scratch is like a really good itch for me personally, which Same. is I do like strategic shooters. I don't necessarily know how much I love heroes, but I get it. Um, like I like the last time I actually checked on my Steam account, the last time I played Counter Strike was like five years ago. So I don't know if I'll actually go back to Counter Strike per se, but this is not a bad game at all and i can see how it's going to be successful and it's going to become free to play because it's a riot game um they're just going to do trans like transactions uh for skin like, skin weapon skins and things like that which is fine yeah for me it's a really good return to form um as yeah. i talked about earlier i started with counter-strike and then moved into hero shooters like tf2 and overwatch and one thing I really like about hero shooters is like having all of your heroes or in this case agents have unique abilities means you have all kinds of like creative ways that you as a player can set up a play. But then Absolutely. I really love like from tack shooters that you have really tight tactical gunplay gun, gun yeah. game type of stuff. So for me, this game is like a really good marriage between where I started and where I am. And I have loved streaming it, say, and I have loved watching. Huh. My favorite thing is to see how, like, how Overwatch players play the game and how CS players play the game. And it's going to be mm -hmm. really fun to see how the two very distinct playstyles start to merge into one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I recommend. I it. am not a very competitive person, so I feel like this would be out of my depth. You don't necessarily have to be competitive because what's going to happen is there's going to be a ranked like sort of ladder system, yep. and then there's going to be like your casual play pool. So you could always lurk in the casual play pool, and it's going to be free to play, so it's not really a concern. Although you might want to drive yourself to be a little bit better, not necessarily so you could play ranked, but just so you could feel good about you know participating progression a little yeah. bit um hmm. yeah like it, it's a i i know that one of like the the uh uh comments that i've come across right now is like uh well it's two things one of it is it looks really it, it looks a little bit geared towards kids like it, it it definitely has that feel to it which is why i said like it sort of has a Fortnite skin to, applied to it i don't necessarily love it i don't hate it either like, I understand who the audience is. I'm just here for the game at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I think that the mm. cartoonish style isn't actually a matter necessarily of it, like, being, like, the age demographic. I think it's a matter of they want the models to be fairly minimalistic so that it's not something that lags your computer. Like, it's the not a matter... is really bad, though. I, I like, like it. Like it's not. It's not just an aesthetic thing. It's just like the voice acting and the lines are kind of bad. That kind oh, of match. I like, like them. They're, they're cheesy. They're cheesy as they, shit. They, I like them. They're they're funny. I, I find them funny. I don't know. Would you say that like an eighties action movie? And how no. How cheesy they are? It. They're just like plain bad. It's very okay. meme-y, and I I like it. I like that yeah. kind of humor. So for me, I really it's hope funny. I I really hope they tighten up some of the voice acting a little bit because it's like. It, it's sort of they're trying to lean on sort of how Overwatch does voice lines, except Overwatch has uh, the power of better. science. They have they have more character and the more... power of science. Yeah, I don't know. And then the other thing is, uh, there's gonna be some serious. There has to be some serious balance on the characters because, uh, unfortunately, there are already a couple of 
characters that are like Junkrat Girl is OP. Real, yeah, but Ray she's is, already Ray's been nerfed. Strong. They fixed her. It took them three days to patch the character. I'm so happy. It took them three. Well, days. Well, that's the thing. It's back. It's being backed by Riot, right? So you have to have a, a little bit more faith than usual, I think. And they as well. It they... is uh, beta, so they can change whatever they want whenever they and want. And they're doing it. I mean, Rito is very much well known for um, yeah. they they are very consistent when they patch League of Legends and when they patch TFT, mm-hmm. and they'll probably be very consistent in how they patch Valorant. But I think it was very impressive that the minute people were like, "Yeah, this uh, character's nades are a little busted and deal a little bit too much damage," and they were like, "Yep, Oof. cool." Three days later, here's a fix. Anyone else have Go nuts, anything? Keep testing it. End end. I like turtles. Oh. I also like turtles. <laughs> Same. Turtle soup. Adorable. Bye bye. Oh. Thanks for joining us, everyone. 